You're listening to Brand Astrology, a podcast dedicated to helping creative women build cosmically good brands. I'm your host, Lizzie Campbell, a brand strategist and designer, blogger, content creator, and coffee enthusiast. Ten years ago, I started a blog on the floor of my college dorm room and turned it into my full-time design studio and a network of over 50,000 friends and followers before my 25th birthday. And now I'm here to help you do the same. Ready to start your brand journey? Let's get to it. This episode is brought to you by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the all-in-one client management system that I use to book projects, send contracts, get paid, and stay organized in my business. I seriously love HoneyBook. I've tried a bunch of other platforms before, but HoneyBook is so streamlined and it's honestly really aesthetically pleasing and they allow me to really make it my own with my branding and colors, which is deeply important to me as a brand designer. I also love that it comes with templates for things like contracts, forms, emails, all the stuff that you might need, especially when you're getting started. It's really helpful. I highly recommend it to any and everyone who has a service-based business. And the best part is you can get 50% off every single month for your first year of HoneyBook by going to lizziejacklin.com slash HoneyBook. That's L-I-Z-Z-I-E-J-A-C-K-L-Y-N dot com slash H-O-N-E-Y-B-O-O-K. Thanks, HoneyBook. Hey, everybody. I'm your host, Lizzie Benson, and today we are going to talk about how to gracefully navigate seasons of change in your life and business. So if you don't know, last month I moved from Chicago back to West Michigan in the span of like two weeks, I think. As in, on Monday, I was sitting in my fully furnished apartment in Chicago, assuming I'd be there a good long time. And less than two weeks later, I was sitting in a nearly fully furnished apartment in Grand Rapids feeling a little shell-shocked. Like, we literally found a new apartment, bought a car, sold a ton of our furniture, hired movers, and drove back and forth between Chicago and Michigan a total of three times, once in tornado conditions, by the way, in the span of about a week and a half. Oh, and somewhere in there, I also got engaged to my boyfriend of 10 years, so yay! But needless to say, it was an incredibly busy couple of weeks. I was exhausted, and my business was, well, if not on the back burner per se, then pretty close to it. The whole process kind of got me thinking about how we handle life's unexpected events such as this as business owners, because... You know, the great thing about running your own business is, for the most part, you set your own hours and you're not beholden to anyone else to do things at a certain time. You know, you may have um, self-imposed deadlines on projects that you need to get done, but no one really, you know, cares if you're sitting at a desk between 9 to 5 completing them or doing it at midnight in your pajamas in front of the TV as long as you get it done. So this can be a good thing when it comes to dealing with these unexpected life events, but it can also sort of backfire too. Like for instance, generally speaking, when you have a 9-to-5 job, if something like this happens, you can put in for PTO or vacation time, and those days are all yours. You can hopefully shut off your work email and not worry about it until you're back at your desk, you know, ideally. I know that that's not the situation for everybody, but in theory, that's what it's like. But it can be a lot harder to justify doing the same thing when you're single-handedly running your business. You're kind of feeling like you always have to be on, you always have to be available. You know, if a new inquiry comes in, if, you know, your client needs to get a hold of you, something like that, you feel like, you know, you're the only one there. There's not going to be another coworker that can pick up the slack. You know, maybe if you have a VA or if you have employees and that's awesome, but 
in general, I'm talking to you like solopreneurs out there who like, it's just you and you're your whole business. Like it can be kind of scary when stuff like this happens. So, you know, throughout this process, um, obviously I got some things right and some things wrong, but I wanted to share, you know, kind of what I've learned about navigating these busy and usually unexpected times in your life while making sure your business stays running smoothly and nothing, you know, crashes and burns basically. So the first thing I would do is to assess your priorities. So what do you have that you need to get done right away and what can wait until after the dust settles? Because chances are you can afford to shuffle around your priorities a bit. You know, if you have something that you know you absolutely need to finish before you'll be settled again fully, then, you know, carve out some time and devote to wrapping that up. But everything else can probably be pushed back until after you've finished, you know, whatever whatever life event is happening. Like, the world will not collapse in your absence. So just kind of think through those things. Make a list if you're a list person. I am. And just kind of figure out, you know, what needs immediate action and what can wait a week or a few days or whatever the time frame is. So the next thing that I would say is be sure to communicate with your clients or, you know, if team members, if you have employees or, you know, freelancers that you work with. But if you have clients that you work with regularly, like if you have, you know, retainer clients or, you know, if you're a social media manager or anyone that kind of works more regularly with clients or any of them that are waiting on something from you, you know, if you're in the middle of a project, be sure to just send them an email and, you know, let them know what's up. Give them a heads up about what's going on. 99% of the time, everyone will be, you know, totally understanding. Most of these people, you know, also know what it's like. A lot of them, at least at least in my case, are, you know, fellow business owners and small business owners at that. So, you know, life happens and they know that. But, you know, if they're not understanding or, you know, if they give you a lot of grief or whatever, then, you know, that maybe that's the sign that you don't really need to be working with them anyways, to be honest. I mean, I know it's not always that cut and dry with people, but that might be a good like red flag situation to really think about a little bit more. And the same goes obviously for your team members. Um, if you, you know, if you have anyone that you work with, if you have contractors or VAs, um, anything like that, just let them know, you know, what's going on, when you hope to be back kind of working fully, if there's anything that they need to do in your absence or any like tasks that they can pick up the slack on, things like that. Um, you have these people to help make your life easier. So like let them. <laughs> Another big thing that I would say is to set an email autoresponder. Um, setting a simple autoresponder on your email, which, I mean, I use Gmail for everything, so it's really easy to do if you just go into the settings and you can tell it exactly when it's going to like start and stop and stuff like that. It just lets people know that you'll be busy and, you know, have intermittent access to email over the next however many days. I usually say something along the lines of, hey, thanks for reaching out. I will be out of the office with limited access to my email until such and such a date. If it's urgent, you know, I'll do my best to follow up as soon as I can. Otherwise, I will get back to you when I'm back in the office. This just helps set expectations for anyone reaching out to you so they're not wondering, you know, why it's taking so long for you to get back to them. Ideally, your clients and, you know, any people that you interface with regularly will already be aware of this, but this is an especially good thing, too, if you receive any new, like, inquiries during the time that you're out because you don't want these people that are interested in hiring you to think that you take days and days to answer your emails. So it's definitely a good thing just, just to have, like, set up so that anyone that emails you goes, oh, okay, they'll be back later. They're not just ignoring me. So definitely give yourself more time than you think you need as well. 
I very stupidly told everyone that I would be back in office on Thursday, which was the day after we officially moved into our new apartment. (laughs) I thought, you know, the movers are going to be doing all the heavy lifting. We'll be settled in enough for me to do whatever I need to get done by Thursday. Okay, except we still had to unpack everything, get groceries, set up utilities, take care of any and all loose ends, get rid of like 50 cardboard boxes, etc., etc. It was a lot more than just like, oh yeah, the movers are doing all the like hard stuff because yeah, they did the manual labor for the most part, but we had to do all the other stuff and it took us days. So, you know, I had a couple of things that I absolutely had to do on on Thursday and Friday like that week, but so I ended up doing those like... (laughs) sitting on the couch at like 10 p.m. both times because there was just no other time for me to do it. And beyond that, you know, I was also just exhausted from the last two weeks of like running back and forth, packing up everything, you know, just all the stress and new situations and stuff. So even if I wasn't like doing something 100% of the time, I was just like physically and mentally exhausted and drained and I didn't want to do like work. (laughs) So definitely you know, give yourself a buffer of a couple of days. Like if you're doing something midweek, just just call it a whole week, okay? Like you're going to want the buffer depending on like what your situation is. And the last thing that I want to say too is just cut yourself some slack. <laughs> um, you're already going to be stressed enough as, as it is at a certain point. You kind of just have to let it go and know that things will get done when you're able to get them done. You know, I'm, I'm, a type A kind of like, I don't want to say control freak, but kind of. So it's hard for me to just like let things go like that. But at a certain point, you just have to be like, okay, I can't do this right now. I'm going to just shut this tab, like shut my computer, whatever, and come back to it when I have the capacity to deal with this. Because 8,000 things are going on in my life right now and nobody expects me to be like at the top of my game. So I have a hard time admitting that to myself, but the fact of the matter is like, you can't be everywhere at once. You can't be everything to everyone. Like these times in specific are when you need to, you know, kind of cut yourself some slack, kind of accept that, you know, you might be not be on the top of your game hundred percent, but things will get done and nothing is going to, you know, explode on your business. Isn't going to fail or anything just because you had to take three days off unexpectedly. I think that that's an important thing to remember too. Um, Everything can feel so life or death in these situations, especially when you, you know, are speaking about a business that you've worked hard to build and grow and run effectively. um, And then something comes along in your personal life that just completely throws you for a loop. You know, even if it's a good thing, obviously, like this was an exciting thing for me. And, you know, it's a overall positive situation, but there's no doubting that moving, especially moving to a new state or a different state is completely stressful. Like even if it's exciting and fun, like it's also insane and (laughs) super, super busy and hectic. And there's just not room for me to also worry about like work stuff as well. So anyways, I'm rambling again, but my point is you will be fine. Your business will be fine just take a breather, focus on what needs to happen immediately, and everything else can wait. So that was my quick little spiel. That's it for this episode. Um, I'll be back soon. I have had to like set up my new closet as my new podcasting studio, so that's why there's been kind of a break again, and you know, also like everything else that I talked about in this episode. So we'll be back at it again. I'm excited to dive back into it. 
I appreciate you guys. You rock. I'm glad you're still here and tuning in and I'm excited to create more episodes and more content for you. So I'll see you hopefully next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Brand Astrology. Be sure to follow along on Instagram at asteriastudio.co and find us online at www.asteriastudio.co. Links are in the description. And if you're enjoying the show, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating, a review on Apple Podcasts, or just shared the show with someone who might like it. See you next week!